0: Welcome to The Health Coach Show. I'm Siobhan Conn. I'm Sharon Curtin. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about motivation, what it is and how to make it last. So, Sharon, what's motivation? (laughs) Motivation. So, motivation is the drive behind what we do. So, it's
1: the, you know, I think of it like a fire. When we're motivated, it's like that light inside of us that's really driving us to take action. We're excited. Um, We want to do it. And I think sometimes, you know, people talk about that motivation as a wave because it it sort of, you know, it glows and then it goes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we feel really highly motivated to do something. But I think most of the time we're just kind of ebbing along or there might be even periods of low motivation. So it definitely is something that sort of waxes and wanes. Um, but yeah there's essentially it's it's a reason for why we behave in a certain way or what you know what is it that drives us to as you say take action and actually achieve a goal whether it be health related or not or a particular outcome
1: I think of it like our motives
0: motives. yeah yeah (laughs) that's right because it it's derived from that word motive, motivation and I guess though it seems like A lot of people feel like it's a bit of a mystery. How do I get motivated? (laughs) How do I stay motivated? And the interesting thing is that there are some key drivers behind motivation. And there are ways that we get motivated that come from within and externally to us. So, Sharon, do you want to talk us through a little bit about that?
1: (laughs) So, outside of us, we have the carrots and the sticks. So we get motivated because we're worried we're going to get in trouble, or um, we're worried we're going to get found out. So we quickly hurry up, or you know, we're worried that we're going to be judged by um, you know turning up at a reunion and you know we don't look great. So we we take action to look fantastic or to uh, you know to get the rewards of. Being approved of, so I guess at the other side they're the carrots, you know, approval and and being thanked for doing something or you know getting a tick from your doctor if your blood results are really great. So they're the extrinsic motivators. So they're outside of us. We're doing something for approval to avoid punishment. And if you took that away, we wouldn't do the behavior anymore. And that's how we know we're extrinsically motivated.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, as you said, other people's opinion of us, really. Like we're doing something, as you say, to, to either please someone or to, yeah, avoid punishment or... But it's, yeah, it, as you say, it's only short-lasting because of the fact that when you take it away, it's gone. You're If you're not going to see, say, a health professional is always saying, oh, well done. Can you keep doing it for me? And I'll give you a ticket of approval or, um, or if you're no longer part of a program like some of those corporate health programs that are like 12 weeks or and you get a cash prize at the end and then it goes and it's really interesting. A lot of people will go back to their old habits, but some people stick with it. But that's not because of external motivation, right? <laughs> What's happening, what happens when people have got the external motivation, but they continue with the behaviour after?
1: Well, we know that when behaviours are internally motivated, that we do them because we want to do them or we enjoy the way they make us feel or we enjoy the the rewards, like the inherent rewards that they give us, we will continue with them. So often what happens, someone might start something like a, a six week challenge and on, you know, as part of the way through it, they've started it because they were externally motivated because they want to win a prize or because they wanted to, you know, everyone else was doing it and work said they had to, um, or, you know, cause they wanted to lose some weight or get fit or, or whatever their their um, reasons were. And then, then they start to notice that they actually feel good. So they think, gosh, I don't get tired at three o'clock anymore. I can get through the whole afternoon and stay sharp. Or they might notice how well they're sleeping. Or, you know, other physical benefits that they start to go, wow, my mood is great. So it switches from something that I have to do. And then we say there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum from external to internal motivation. and, And it moves from I have to do it. Um, and then it moves all the way to, I actually want to do this. And you often hear that someone who says, I never used to exercise and now I can't go a day without it. I really miss it. Or I, I notice how anxious I am if I don't exercise.
0: Mm, The absolute other end of the spectrum is I'm an exerciser. It's just what I do. You know, I, it's not even driven by this. Like, you know, I want to get out there and do it anymore. It actually just becomes an eight. It's part of who you are. So that's the that's where we want to obviously ideally get to with motivation that it, we are just motivated without even thinking about it. Um, I mean, having said that, there are <laughs> sometimes where there are barriers or timing that comes up, which may still make it a little bit difficult. But when it is part of our identity and who we are and what we do, we still we move a lot of things to still make it happen we like, you know, it might be, say, for example, it's exercise. It may be thundering outside. It may be that you're really tired. It may be, you know, there's all these sort of barriers coming up, but you're an exerciser, so you're going to make it happen. You're going to find a gym. You're going to do some home exercise inside. You know, you are actually still going to make it happen no matter what um, barriers come up. It's that important to you. It is, you know, maybe part of your value system. It's how you identify yourself.
1: And I think your point about identity is really, really interesting because often what can motivate us to change our behaviour is the fact that we see ourselves here and then all of a sudden we get a contradictory view of ourselves, and the two things don't add up and we think, but I've always been fit. You know, for me, I've always been strong and, um, you know, I broke my wrist and haven't done a lot of exercise and went to lift something up and couldn't do it. And so for me, that was that moment of, oh, I'm not that person anymore. So that became a need to go back and, and start doing strength activities because I was like, well, I am a strong person. I've just been given evidence. I'm not a strong person and I don't like that. So that has been a motivator to go back to a healthy activity.
0: Yeah, it's, it's quite uncomfortable when you suddenly see evidence of something that doesn't fit with how you see yourself and how you see yourself in that positive light, that, like you know, that optimal version of yourself and you're like, hang on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a strong person here. This is, no, no, this is going to change. Um, So, yeah, identity is absolutely key to to motivation. And even, tell you know, in the early days when you are uh, doing things like going for a walk or eating healthily or, or, you know, getting to bed earlier, by saying to yourself, I'm a person who walks, I'm a person that exercises, or I'm a person that eats well, that's who I am you know, even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable at the get go, you're telling yourself that and you will start to believe it because your evidence of doing it every day is proof that that's who you are. You're a person that makes healthy choices. You're a person that does walk every day. So therefore you're a walker, you're an exerciser. So that's that taking action too, that can really um, build that motivation and provide that, that real hard evidence that, this is what you are, this is who
1: you are, what you do. <laughs> um, And that's so true because sometimes people wait for motivation to come and hit them, you know, like it's just going to, yeah. they're going to wake up and there's just going to be this gigantic, you know, dousing of, of motivation and they're going to suddenly feel like cleaning the house and suddenly feel like running. Um, and quite often, well, sometimes that does happen, but when it doesn't, you know, a way that we can get motivated is just by doing what we know to do. And as you said, the results that we start to get, the outcomes we start to experience then motivate us to keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. and the other the other element of motivation um, is the value system. Should we talk about that? <laughs> What's yeah. important? Yeah, yeah. so, the interesting thing with, with motivation is that um, we'll be motivated to do something if it matters to us and if it sits with our values. Um, and even if, for example, uh, with health, even if that is not a particular value of ours, if we can hook it to another value that's really important to us, say, you know, being a role model for our kids, um, maybe being a leader, Um and then by actually eating vegetables, that actually aligns with that value of showing up as a parent that's role modelling role you know, the right things for their kids. That can actually drive our motivation as well. So uh, I, I think that's something that we, a lot of us don't really think about our values. We don't sit around thinking about our values. Maybe we've had to do it as a workplace activity, but sort of being clear on, like, what's really important to you um, and then how do these behaviours feed into that?
1: Yeah, how do they give you more of what you want in life?
0: More of those things that
1: are important to you, more of those things they value, whether it's you know if you um if you're not so tired, you know you're managing your social media or you're actually getting to bed early and then you're waking up and you're you're a better mum, that can be what's motivating you because you want quality time with your family, that's what you value. or it could be that, Um, you exercising gives you the energy to actually keep up with your family and where you just want to normally sit on the couch and, and waste the weekend away you don't want to be that person you want to be the person who's out riding bikes with your family so it's kind of the identity but it's also what you want out of life and if you can hook someone into what they really want out of life and really define it you can help them find what's going to motivate them to change
0: and often how we help people to do this is we keep asking them why or keep digging down. So, you know, why is that important to you and why does that matter? And we'll ask them a series of questions so that we're kind of getting under the iceberg and someone's actually getting to the real reason like why that they should actually create this change. As you say before, it might be like, oh, you know, I know I should get to bed earlier because I'm a bit tired in the mornings and I don't feel great I know I could be doing more stuff in the next day and then you keep asking them well what does that matter to you um well you know when I'm tired I just I don't know I'm just not the best person at work or I snap at my kids and my partner okay and why does that matter to you well you know I i don't know I'm just generally a happier bubbly person and I like actually being that more sort of inspiring person at work and people a person that has my energy and I don't like snapping at my kids and I like to be supportive with my partner. Okay, and what would it mean if you were that version of yourself? Oh, I feel great. I would have, you know, the energy to, you know, go and play with my kids, um, give my partner a big hug and be supportive for them, uh, turn up at work and be the person that I want to be, that, that role model, and it'd feel great. You know? And when you start hearing the change in energy in someone when you're digging deep, You will know you've actually hit that motivator (laughs) or a couple of motivators. They'll start to get lighter, more energetic, more excited about the prospect. And you're like, okay, yep, we have got a motivation there.
1: (laughs) It's so true. It's like when you hear someone say, I really have to. I really have to exercise. I really have to change the way I eat. I really have to give up alcohol. You know the, that that heaviness. We know that that's not a true motivator. It's a, it's an I should. I should. Um, <laughs> it's not an I
0: want to. Oh, I should do this. I've been meaning to do this. I have to do this. I know I should do. It. <laughs> when you're hearing that, you're like, hmm. <laughs> I don't think that it's very likely that you're actually going to commit to this goal and make it happen. So we need to have a really good conversation here around why it's really important to you and, you know, what you really want your life to look like and you want the outcome to look like and really getting you to picture it too, that sort of vision, getting people to step into that uh, that future version of themselves that is actually uh, doing the behaviour they want to do or, you know, living living life the way they want to live it. And when you've got people actually imagining that, you know, stepping into that identity, getting clear on their values, that's such a different conversation, right?
1: <laughs> oh, it's such a different conversation. Um, and, you know, it's that, it is that change from um, I have to to I want to, and that's when we see that real motivation shift. It's like I actually want to do this. I actually want to to do this thing. I'm excited about what I'm heading towards rather than I'm disheartened or it's something I'm trying to avoid. You know, uh, it's always around what we're wanting to create and that forward momentum and that
0: positivity. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And when you're working with people, you're right. Uh, remi- like supporting someone to keep that motivation front of mind, and as you say, that positivity around what is possible, how would you feel? Um, how are you going to feel? Um, but but that constant sort of support where you're getting someone to not get so bogged down in the micro because sometimes when you're working with someone as a coach you will get down to the sort of micro nitty-gritty goals on a week-to-week or fortnightly basis which might be packing the lunchbox or you know getting to bed at 9 30 by setting the alarm and um, and people can get a little bit like why am I doing this again but when you have those conversations and you pull someone back to you know that vision that they've talked about with you in your initial session and you know and also reminding them how far they've come as well, and how do, how you know how do you feel now versus when we first started talking, and um, uh, that vision that we're working towards, uh, you know, and, and checking in that it still feels that that's the right vision as well. But but constantly sort of refreshing in someone's mind um, the the you know the values, the vision, um, their identity that they are really sort of stepping into keeps someone excited and and motivated for the long-term and that's, that is key to it um, lasting and for them being successful uh, with the health change and the health care outcome that they originally came to see you for.
1: I think one thing that I love about being a health coach and, and helping clients find their motivation is how very specific their motivators can be and how you would never pick them yourself. Um, I remember one lady who was talking about she wanted to drink water because it was healthy and la, 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 la. And then when we really got down to it, she was like, well, you know, I have more lines on my face. I look old when I don't drink water. And, you know, she saw herself talking about identity. She saw herself as a really young, yeah. young, spirited, vibrant person. I mean, she, she was an older lady, but, you know, that was her motivator. She didn't want to look old. She wanted to look, a, you know, a vibrant, um, her most vibrant self. So, you know, there was a lot of the should, I should because it's healthy and la, 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 la. But then, you know, when you really got down to it, the motivator was, was quite simple. And, and it might be, I want to be independent. You know, I want to keep my independence. I don't want to be like someone else who can't get down onto their knees and play with their grandkids. That's not who I want to be. Sometimes motivation is around creating a picture of who they don't want to be so they understand who they do want to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, I think this is the thing, isn't it? We can't really assume what motivates someone as a coach. We we can only ask the right questions and support them to really step into it and discover it themselves. And and we know, we can sense as a coach that energy, as you say, even with that lady, you oh, sure, da, da, da. And then suddenly it was like, okay, this is really important to me. I don't want lines, you know. And you hear the change in tone, voice, energy, and you're like, uh-huh, we got it. <laughs>
1: All right, well, if you want to know more about motivation, we run courses, don't we, Siobhan? And we'd love you to come and do one of our courses and we will teach you all of the secrets of motivation as well as give you tips and
0: toolkits that you can use with clients. Just jump on our website if you want to check out more, which is accreditedhealthcoaching.com.au. Check us out on social media as well, Instagram, accredited-healthcoaching-au or drop us an email if you're interested in chatting to us or even putting forward a podcast idea. We're always open to your suggestions. Um, yeah, you can either message us on Instagram or email us at info at We hope you've enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to chatting to you next time.